Hello, I'm Gavin Horgan, Headmaster of Millfield School in Somerset, the largest co-educational boarding school in the UK. Welcome to the Millfield Way podcast. Here, you'll hear from teachers, coaches and students from Millfield and Millfield Prep School. Millfield is traditionally different, and this is the Millfield Way. Welcome to this Millfield Way podcast in conversation with Christian Brown. My name is Liz Webb and I'm delighted to be joined by our head of triathlon, Christian Brown. Christian, good morning. Good morning. It's great to have a chance to speak to you this morning. So um, what we want to find out is um, everything about triathlon at Millfield. Um, you joined the school in September 2019, so you're into your um, third year at Millfield now. Um, so It'd be great to hear a bit about the triathlon programme. Um, and I think um, I'm right in saying that Millfield was one of the first schools in the UK to appoint a full-time triathlon coach um, because of the popularity of the sport um, as it's growing in the UK. Is that correct? That is correct, yeah. So Millfield was actually the first junior programme of its type in the UK with the first full-time triathlon coach within a school setup which I think just one shows the depth of Millfield as a school and the sport it can do, but also the popularity of triathlon in the country as well. And so you joined us from the prestigious Leeds Triathlon Centre programme. Um, Can you tell us what you did during your time before you came to Millfield? Yes, so I started out as an athlete and for me the obvious choice was to go to the Leeds Triathlon Centre. So I stepped into there as an athlete and... um, progressed through actually as a coach in the centre as my time as my time in Leeds went on which meant I could work with ex-Olympians current Olympians and a whole host of juniors who are all based in Leeds which actually then led me to Millfield School to progress my coaching on from there. So how how did you get on yourself as an athlete in triathlon? Uh, so I, I raced in the, the national series as an athlete and I was doing that since I was the age of 13 so I had a, a lot of years of actually racing and it was quite a easy transition into coaching for me. I, I'd realised that not everyone's going to make it as an Olympian but I knew actually I wanted a career in triathlon, I was passionate about the sport, I wanted to carry on training so I was quite a successful junior but I knew I was never going to progress through to that Olympic level so I made the choice at the age of about 19, 20 that I wanted to go into coaching full time. And were you ever in any um, competitions with some of the well-known UK triathletes? Yeah, so my um, my age group, as it were, had Alex Yee, who's the current, he came second in the Olympics and won gold at the um, in the relay as well at the Olympics. So I saw myself racing against the likes of Alex Yee, Sam Dickinson, who's also athletes who come through the British triathlon pathway. And I was quite fortunate in that sense that now I can see these athletes racing at the top level of triathlon and know that I've raced with them, beaten them in some races and been beaten in a lot of races by them. Who was your inspiration? Um, was it people like the Brownlee brothers? Because they really kind of put try on the map in the UK, do you think? Yeah, so I, as a child I was always really sporty and I loved sport and I'll never forget watching the 2012 Olympics, which was my first real experience of seeing triathlon and I saw Ali and Johnny Brownlee and it was amazing. And that was what got me into triathlon. I was a swimmer before then and I progressed into triathlon and I just loved it from then on. And that led me to Leeds and led me actually from that day on all the way to Millfield really on a whole. 
Okay, and so have you got some interesting stories you can share with us about perhaps beating some of those well-known athletes? Uh, I think one story that always sits with me and it goes back to Alex Shears, the very, it was one season and it was his big breakthrough year from the start of the season where we beat him in races to the end of the season where he'd come through and really progressed with his swimming and was beating absolutely everyone in races. And it always sticks with me even when I watch him now thinking, I've oh, beaten an Olympic Olympic champion in there. It's one of my favourite stories to tell about triathlon. I bet you were all trying to find out what it was that he was doing in his training programme that gave him that boost. Yeah, it was. It was. We all knew what we were doing was right, but actually when you see someone who's so talented and he really was an unbelievable athlete come through as he did, everyone was a little bit jealous that they couldn't quite run as fast as he could. Now, all the triathlons that I've ever watched, uh, mostly on television, it looks really hard because you're not just doing one sport and one skill set. You've got cycling, you've got running and you've got swimming. Do you have a favourite of those three? And, and what would you say about the fact that it's a multidiscipline sport? So my favourite would have to be running for the fact it can take you absolutely anywhere. I think whatever the weather, wherever you're from, wherever you live, you can run and you can explore new places, which for me is a big part about triathlon. It's getting out, it's seeing new places, doing new things. And I think because it's a multidisciplinary sport, it just it's really hats off to the athletes that they can build these programmes for three sports and actually really focus in and train across three sports at the best level. They're swimming as well as swimmers, running as well as runners and cycling as well as cyclists and performing across the board. And have you seen... Um... Uh, an increase in interest uh, with students coming to Millfield who want to do triathlon? Um, Have you kind of seen an explosion? Yeah, so in my time at the school when I started, we had five wild classes of full-time triathletes who triathlon was the only sport they were doing. And now we're up to 20 people who were just triathletes as as, as well as their academics. And it really has exploded. And every year it seems to be growing more and more to the point where we've got a massive participation side to the sport, but also a really big performance side to our sport in triathlon at Millfield and everything in between. Okay, so you've talked about how you were um, an athlete yourself and then you've moved across to coaching. Do you have a particular um, philosophy on how you coach um, and and how have you kind of um, got to that philosophy? So... My coaching is always about getting the best out of people. So whatever level they're at, it's about them being the best athlete they can be. So whether that's an Olympic champion down to someone who's doing the very first triathlon. And the first thing I think about is form and technique. So it comes down to learning the very basics of sport and how to train, which actually applies across the board, because no matter how good you are as an athlete, you can always progress that form. So it's just about getting the best out of people and making people the best they can possibly be. I suppose I sort of got to that stage through my experience as an athlete and the coaches I had I was quite lucky that they would always push me in terms of that technique and form to make sure I was the best technically I could be and that's always stuck with me and meant I wanted to pass on to my athletes because even now it means I understand these things much better as a coach so I'm hoping all my athletes will understand that much better as they get older as well. Okay, excellent. Um, can you tell us what a typical week looks like for a, a student um, on the TRI programme at Millfield? Um, how often do they have sessions? What's the kind of contact time? How do you cover all three disciplines? Yeah, so 
as a basic we have we have a lot of sessions available in a week and I wouldn't expect everyone to do them all but it means there's options for absolutely everybody from people racing super series to stepping into even half Ironman disciplines all the way down to people just getting into try so that looks like 10 hours of swimming contact time a week split between six sessions and that's all with either a swim coach or myself and how that would work is we'll have key sessions in a week that the whole squad will be at and then other sessions which only certain members of the squad have to be at and then we have two main run sessions in a week which will be on the running track at the school and then around that we'll have smaller groups that will go out on an easier run just with the friends to actually get some more running in and then every single Wednesday and Saturday we utilise our sporting afternoons to get out on the bike and explore some set. And which is your your favourite part of that weekly programme? Uh, I think getting out the whole squad together at some of our key track sessions and out the whole squad together on Wednesday and the Saturday for a, the bike ride is it's a really key part of the week for me because it's a brilliant time for all the kids to actually get together in the really busy weekly schedules with academics and sport and just get out of the whole school environment and go and ride the bikes in Somerset and sort of forget for a little bit about all the work they've got to do, which is quite a nice thing for them to do. And um, with um, uh, a relatively small group of students in comparison to some of the other sports at school, um, so we have something like 300 students on the swimming programme, for example, um, is it a mixed range of age groups that take part in the tri-group altogether, or how does that work? So... Previously, when I started the school, we mainly focused around the sixth form age group. But actually, with me being at the school, it's given us the scope to really expand that. So we've started this year with many more year nines than we previously had, which has really added something to the squad because we can really open up the scope across all the age groups and have a really clear development plan for the younger age groups coming through to where the sixth formers are. So now it is very much a whole school sport from year nine all the way up to upper sixth. Um, and so as well as the obvious with the pool and the track and, and going out on the Somerset roads um, around us, what other facilities at school um, do you use on the tri programme? Yeah, so we really utilise the gyms that we have here because a big part about triathlon when you've got three sports to do is how robust you can actually be and how strong you can be. So we have a really good S&C team within the school that really help our athletes actually be the strongest they can be to avoid injuries at all costs. So it doesn't affect their weekly training. Uh, as well as that, we we try and use as many of the facilities as we actually can. We've got really good fields that we can get out running on. We've got the Astros, actually, which are really good if we ever need to do sprint sets, if it's iced over on the track or anything. And I think um, um, I've seen some of the students doing some mountain bike sessions before. What what? How does that fit into triathlon? Yeah, so... Like I said, with my philosophy, it's all about the technique. And a big part about cycling is learning how to corner. And a really safe but fun way to do that is mountain biking. So I'm quite lucky that one of the uh, coaches within triathlon is a qualified mountain bike coach. So we'll take groups as often as possible, either on site in school, and we've been building a bit of a mountain bike trail within school, or we'll actually take kids out to the local area at Halden Forest, which is an hour's drive to get really good mountain bike sessions to really develop the skills of how to corner a bike. And do you go to any other um, facilities off-site? Yeah, so we'll use um, Odd Down Cycle Circuit in Bath, which is a really good place to get some small races on the bike and some really good technical skills that we wouldn't do on the roads 
because we wouldn't want to risk with being cars around. It's always nice to go there and get some really good focused race sessions in. And when students um, enter competitions things, perhaps you could tell us a little bit about the different competitions that they might enter. Um, and, and is the tri-group an affiliated club? Yeah, so we, we are a British triathlon affiliated club. And as well as that, I'm the Southwest Regional Coach as well. So the races that we'll do, there's quite a big scope, starting with the local races we have in the area, which is for anyone who's just getting into tri and getting used to racing triathlon to a slight step up to the Southwest series, which is a series of races around the Southwest, which brings the best athletes of the Southwest together to race each other. And that's four or five races. And there's a prize at the end for the overall most consistent racer. And then all the way up to our top end athletes who are racing the national super series. So they're racing the best athletes in the country from each academy around the country. And that gets you qualification for world champs and European champs. And this year we've actually got the Youth uh, youth Olympic Games as well, which will be qualification for through these races. Okay, excellent. And um, obviously all sports and everyone's been affected in the last two years with the pandemic. Certain things haven't taken place. Um, Do students uh, go to European and world competitions usually? Yeah, so... With the in the very middle of the pandemic, these competitions didn't happen, but actually they're all slowly starting back up again. We've been quite lucky in triathlon that now they are starting up in person again, but actually in the middle of the pandemic, we could race online. So we have utilised online racing platforms so the kids could actually stay competitive and still see each other and race against each other. And I think that just shows how adaptable triathlon is as a sport that we could even through the pandemic when we couldn't see each other, keep training and racing and having that level of competition. And did you have lots of discussions with the students um, during the Olympics about what was going on um, in the Olympic Games around triathlon? Yeah, yeah, we did. And we actually tried to, despite it being quite late, we tried to watch as many of the races as possible because it was just, it's not often that things like this come around and you can stay up and watch it. So we had, a, it was really, it was quite a buzz around the squad, around the Olympics going on because the most of the athletes on the squad aren't that far from this level. And for them to watch that, it's quite an inspirational thing to see that and then really kicks on the training for quite a while after looking at the Olympics. So um, now entering your third year at Millfield, um, you've had a chance to kind of settle in, really really get into the programme, um, understand what the landscape looks like for school triathlon. What plans have you got for Millfield? So with the, with the tri programme, the plan is to keep growing the programme as much as we can so that the more athletes we can get in, the bigger depth of triathlete we can actually grow. As well as this, it's to try and grow the year nine programme because then we can actually have a clear development plan for these year nines and bring athletes the whole way through the school because we have five years of development opportunity there, which actually will make an even better athlete than we can make bringing athletes in at sixth form where actually we have to rely on some of the basic skills to already be in place. Uh, so the plan is to grow the year nine side, keep growing the sixth form side, and then as well as that, grow the cycling side, so as well as triathlon we are, cycling. And it's to grow the cycling side, one, to build a slight race team around cycling, but also to benefit the triathletes as well for having more cyclists to ride with. 
Okay, fantastic. Um, and obviously Millfield is a school um, and the children are here to do their lessons and their learning and their academics um, and sport fits around that um, in the timetable. How does that work um, with your relationship with teachers and with house parents um, so that you have an understanding of what each student's up to? So I try and work very closely with the teachers and house parents because they're a really big part of the child's development, the students' learning and development at the school. So it's to try and give the the house parents, the teachers, the best understanding of what these, these students are going through because there'll be days where they're quite tired, days where they probably need a bit of extra support around what's going on. So it's trying to keep a really clear dialogue, which is really quite easy here. You're only a phone call or an email or a sit down in the staff room and have a coffee away from actually talking about these athletes. So I try and just keep really clear guidance of what's going on with the athletes day in day out and keep in touch with the house parents around that so that the athletes get best supported from from both sides and actually the vice versa of the teachers will then keep clear communication with me around what school work the kids have got on if they actually may need an easier session because they've got exams or whether they've got a lot of revision on or revision sessions so that it's not just about being the best athlete they can be it's about being the best person they can be so they need to do well in their exams and they need to focus on those as well as the sport so it's trying to get the best performance in both areas and do you get many students that um are actually focused on different sports but end up um deciding to move into triathlon yeah so it's not a it's not a really big switch at the moment triathlon is quite a niche sport but we've had people come from rugby into triathlon and cycling we've had swimmers who progress or runners who progress into triathlon. So it tends to come from the the sports that have already got something linked to triathlon, but we have had people from game sports coming into triathlon and absolutely loved it. And I think that's because it's such an adaptable sport, anyone can actually come and give it a go and try triathlon. So yeah, the, and the school offers that for anyone that sort of wants it and wants to progress into triathlon. And looking at um, triathlon nationally, are there many opportunities for young people to take up triathlon? Is there much competition? Is there, I, I don't know of many schools that have a particular triathlon programme or um, progress or develop their students um, in those three multidisciplines um, as we do at Millfield. Um, but is, is there enough uh, opportunity, do you think? I think there's always scope to, for there to be more racing across all levels. So we have the best junior development program in the world in the UK we're really lucky to that that extent we have the best academy system and the best junior racing there is but as it gets more and more competitive there's more very good athletes with only a certain amount of spaces for those races but we are really good at the participation end of putting on as many races as possible to give people the opportunity to step into triathlon so I think it's actually just uh it's a product of how good we are at developing athletes that we're then going to need more races because we're bringing through more and more athletes and I think that will always happen that we need more more spaces in races as triathlon gets bigger. And so so for somebody listening um, to this who uh, is interested in coming to Millfield and particularly um, are either already participating in triathlons or um, are considering it what kind of key attributes do you look for um, in somebody coming into the school? So we have a, a few things that I would look at so it tends to be if somebody is really really good at one of the disciplines if someone comes to me at lower 
for a lower sixth entry and they're a really, really good swimmer or a really, really good runner, then that's something we look at because it's always good to have those amazing areas when you look at the Olympics. It tends to be the likes of Alex Yee who can run really well or the people winning the medals. So then we try and develop the other areas and keep progressing that area that they're good at. Or we'll find someone who is pretty good across the board who we can just develop everything as we go. Um, with a year nine who's potentially coming into the school, actually we'll look at a general passion for sport. So we want to see someone who's really, really enthusiastic about sport, loves sport and is quite athletic because with triathlon, the skills can be developed. We can develop that over a five-year period. So actually just having that passion to train as much as you possibly can is what we want to see. And are there also particular things you would be looking for in um, somebody hoping to um, come on a, a triathlon scholarship? Yeah, so at the moment, and this this changes as we go, as the squad actually becomes bigger and a better standard every year. But at the moment, we'll look for someone who's racing Super Series racing for a scholarship athlete. So this is the highest level you can race in the UK currently. Uh, but actually, as well, if someone is, as I say, a really, really good swimmer, then even if they've never raced Super Series, we'd bring them in on a scholarship because I know I can get them to that level. So it would always just be either a really good single discipline athlete or someone who's raced Super Series before. But I think there's no takeaway from actually if someone's really passionate about sport, I'll always consider them for a scholarship because triathlon's a really hard sport and it is a late development sport. So if somebody loves that sport or loves sport in general, I would always consider them for a scholarship because that's the sort of person that will thrive in, in this environment and in triathlon. Okay, fantastic. And can you tell us about some of the recent um, successes that students uh, doing try here have gone on to achieve? Yeah, so we've had um, we've had Oscar Coggins, who's gone on to race in the Olympics, which was excellent. Uh, so he's an OM. And then we've had quite a few of the more recent athletes who've gone on to race British University racing and done really well in Niall Cayley, who he won the um, Books Duathlon, which was excellent. And then we had Ethan Bennett, who came, I think was 12th in Books Duathlon. And the thing to sort of take away from that is all of the best athletes in the country go into these races and OMs are going and doing really, really well at them. So that's excellent to see, as well as the fact that all these athletes are in the national training centres. So Niall's gone on to train in Bath. Ethan and Jonathan Orkey have gone on to train in the Leeds Tri Centre and we're filtering athletes in it year in, year out into the main triathlon centres in the UK, which is brilliant to see. As well as this, our current athletes, we currently have the biggest girls squad in, I, I, would, I haven't seen one bigger in the world, definitely the biggest in the country, but we have 15 girls all racing at a really good level, which I think just says a lot for the safe development environment at Millfield School that we offer that all these people feel comfortable to stay in sport and do the best they possibly can in sport. And um, I believe that Oscar was the youngest person in the Olympics. Yes, he would have been the youngest person in, in the field. I think this this time round, um, a similar age to, to Alex actually as well. But I mean, it's just excellent to see that he's, he's gone on and he's come out of the school and just carried everything forwards and progressed to that level which is excellent to see. Okay, fantastic. Um, thank you so much for your time so far, Christian. What would be your three takeaways to our listeners about triathlon at Millfield? If, if, they, if they turn the podcast off and they, you want them to remember three things, what would that be? Uh, I think most importantly, the very first thing is love what you do. 
as a triathlete, you've got to really enjoy the sport. It's a tough sport. You've got to love what you do. Uh, second point would be don't neglect the technique and skills. So in your own environments, home environments, clubs, really focus on those technique and skills. Speak to the coaches about them. Always try and improve those things because you can always get fitter and faster, but these are the harder things to develop. And the final point would be race as much as possible and just get used to being comfortable in those high-stress racing environments and just try and love that as well. Fantastic. Um, thank you, Christian, for sharing all the information about yourself today. It sounds like there's a lot of things um, lying lie ahead for Milford students under your leadership um, of the triathlon programme. Um, if people want to know more about triathlon at Millfield, where should they look? Yeah, so we have currently have a Twitter and an Instagram, which we will put as much content on there as we possibly can. Uh, from where we're training, what sort of training's going on, what type of sessions we're doing, and as well as that, which races we're doing and which races are key races, not so important races, but actually the development as well of each athlete sort of goes into those social medias. Fantastic. I've really enjoyed hearing all about the programme um, and we look forward to the exciting developments ahead. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Millfield Way podcast in conversation with Christian Brown. Thank you. Thank you very much.